0: welcome back to the Sports Brief Podcast for episode 42. Yeah, I know it's been a little while. I've uh, been busy. That's how life goes. Uh, cards on the table. Uh, Tristan can join me tonight. Just how it goes. He's busy. He's painting. Uh, so we're just going to let him uh, do his thing for tonight. Uh, next week, though, we do have uh, Mr. J. Bush coming on the show. He's an NFL trainer. Maybe, you know, he's trained a couple guys that you might know. You know, Mikey Daniel, who we had on the podcast about a month ago. Uh, if you guys haven't checked that episode out, uh, make sure you guys do. Um, great guy. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna have Jay Bush on next week. It's super excited for that, uh, and uh, the, a lot of good stuff happening there. Um, we, for episode 42, it's gonna be a short 115 to 30 minutes. Nothing too extravagant, uh, but we're gonna just kind of go through some more Viking stuff and uh, you know and stuff as we hit, and look into the NFL season. Also, Cam Newton uh, signed a deal with the Patriots. Uh, that's scary. Then um, also, J.R. Smith to the Lakers. Something to look out for as well. Uh, but Before we get started, we're going to ask you guys to make sure you guys leave a like. Uh, also, subscribe and comment. Uh, comment, uh, basically, uh, what you guys think of the new setup. I just got the flag. Uh, probably a lot of people would have spent $16 on something else. Probably a little bit more better. Say, maybe some stocks or food or something else that could help out their family. Not me. Uh, being a diehard Vikings fan, sometimes you got to go, um, go a little wild and do something uh, that is almost unprecedented. Anyway, um, so the first thing i actually we're going to talk about tonight is um, one player on each side of the football for the Minnesota Vikings that has to step up this year. Now, of course, this is all assuming that the season, in fact, goes on. Uh, it looks well, Some days it looks good, some days it doesn't look so good. So we'll just see how this whole thing plays out. But for now, we're assuming that the season goes on and there's uh, you know nothing to worry about. We're also going to assume, uh, to start this off, that... Dalvin Cook is going to be back. Dalvin Cook, uh, I know he's on a contract holdout. A lot of people are questioning what's going on. Will he, in fact, get his contract? I think he will, and I think he should. Uh, now, Christian McCaffrey money, probably not, but I do think that he will get his shot and his money uh, coming up soon. But first, uh, this first uh, scenario is that Dalvin Cook does not hold out. Uh, the player on the offensive side of the football, for me, um, that really has to step up, uh, there's actually a couple here. I'm going to start with Justin Jefferson. Now, the Vikings obviously traded away Stefan Diggs. Uh, a lot of different things were going on with uh, Stephon Diggs and Kirk Cousins. And especially after Kirk Cousins, his, the way he kind of didn't ball out against the Chicago Bears in week four of last year. I know, it was rough, really rough, rough to watch. But that was one of the only games I legitimately like stopped watching and then just took a walk. Like, you know it's bad when you literally have to leave the TV and just go for a walk to escape how bad it is with your team. That's how bad it was for me, so... Uh, I remember the game all too well. And ever since then, Kirk went on to have a pretty good season uh, made the Pro Bowl and did his thing. So uh, now now we're going to kind of go on and we're going to talk about, okay, Justin Jefferson, now that uh, uh, Stefan Diggs is out of the picture, a little diva, understood it. He wanted to get out of there. I, I, that, that's what it is, what it is. Justin Jefferson, the guy, the first-round draft pick out of LSU. Man, this kid, uh, he, he's truly impressive. I'm really excited to see what Jefferson can do, uh, what he brings to the table, especially for a Vikings offense that's probably going to be missing a deep threat. Now, Jefferson, uh, he's got good speed. Uh, he runs routes pretty well. He's really good. He has a really good contested catch ratio. Um, and I'm I'm really excited to see what he does. I do think that um, he's gonna have to play m- the majority of his snaps in the slot. He's not gonna be able to be on the outside. I think Adam Thielen is gonna be the man that has to man the the, the outside because Adam Thielen. That's what he's been doing. That's what he's done. Um, and I think it's just going to be fun to watch those two go at it. And, and Justin Jefferson is going to have to find a way to step up this year. And, and not necessarily – I think it's unfair to expect him to replace Stephon Diggs. Like, I don't think that's uh, – I don't think that's fair because Stephon Diggs, it took him a couple of years to break out. And plus, I mean, just the, the impact that Diggs had uh, – just in offenses of the game, it's going to be hard to replace. So I think at least it's going to take Justin Jefferson a year or two to really uh, cement himself in this offense, but he's a guy that really has to step up if Dalvin Cook indeed shows up and if the Vikings truly want to make a uh, a playoff push. And the second player uh, in this first scenario is if Dalvin Cook, uh, in fact, gets his contract. It's Drew Samia. Uh, He's he's penciled in as the starter uh, at right guard for the Vikings. And I, I do think that replacing Josh Klein is going to be a tall order on Josh Klein. Uh, not an all pro, but a guy that had a lot of impact. When he was healthy, he was actually a very good and effective guard for the Vikings. Um, but Juice Mia, I loved him ever since he was coming out of Oklahoma. Uh, sooner, sooner, boom, boomer, sooner, baby. Uh, and he just, honestly, you look up it on tape, he's very impressive. He's physical uh, from the very first snap to the last. He's going to give you everything he's got. Uh, he's, he's actually got some deep, decent athleticism, he's an athletic guy. Um, And he goes out there, he just plays balls to the wall every single snap. That's what you want from a right guard, a guard that he's looking for contact every single play. That's exactly what you want. So uh, I I think Drew is a guy that is really going to come out for the Vikings, or needs to show up for the Vikings, excuse me, um, especially on the offensive side of the football. And then also, if Devin Cook does not come back, uh, in fact, because of contract negotiations, whatever, hold out, doesn't matter. Alexander Madison, this guy, I honestly – 460 yards last year. Only had 100 touches. Only one rushing touchdown. But I mean, everybody knew Dalvin Cook was going to get the ball 95 percent of the time. But when Alexander Madison did get his opportunity, he absolutely balled out. Uh, I'm really excited to see what Madison does this year. Um, and I was talking about it with with Tristan about it before. He runs a lot like Dalvin Cook. He's not as explosive as Cook. However, he does have a lot of the same traits as he does. He's a tough runner. Keeps his feet moving. Um, and just tries to fight for every single yard now. Um, and I'm really excited to see. I, I do think he will, uh, if Delvin does in fact hold out, I think he will be ready to step up. And I expect him to step up, but he has to step up especially. That's a lot of stepping up. <laughs> that He has to step up if the Vikings want to make the playoffs this year. And if Delvin Cook does not sign his contract extension. Let me know what you guys think uh, about my players that really need to step up this year on offense. Now for defense it's a little different. Um, I, I think that the secondary is depleted. I mean, anytime you lose a guy like Xavier Rhodes, I mean, who wasn't, he was no near, not even close to his former self, but Trey Waynes, who was actually a pretty good corner. I mean, there was there was better ones out there, but I mean, it's pretty nice to have a handy dandy corner on there. And then Mackenzie Alexander, who was arguably one of the best slot corners in the entire NFL, that's a big loss. Uh, I, I was kind of flabbergasted with the Vikings, don't you just love that word, uh, didn't bring him back. I was kind of one of those things, I just, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I thought he was one of the best. I just look at, I just, it's upsetting. That's all I got to say about it. Uh, now that the Vikings drafted a couple of corners in the 2020 NFL Draft, uh, the entire I, I can't probably can't do this. One in, in terms of one play, it has to be the entire DB group: like, uh, Cameron Dantzler, um, Hefe Gladney, Harrison Hand. Everybody, 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 everybody has got to step up on that DB room uh, and, and really show why these the Vikings spent a couple of early round picks on some of these guys. You know, Gladney, I really like what I see. He's um, he's physically, he's fast. Uh, got great instincts, and and then in Gladney, he's long, lanky. Um, they, they said he ran a four six forty. I don't know. I think he plays pretty quick. We'll have to see how he actually is when he gets on the football field with Zimmer. But honestly, I think that that entire position group needs to step up. Now, obviously, you got the the two best safeties in the entire NFL in Harrison Smith and Anthony Harris. So I, I don't expect that that to be necessarily a position of weakness. I hope the Vikings can extend Harris. Please, God. Because uh, we'll need him in, uh, for the next couple of years. And Harrison Smith's on his way out. We, we got to cherish this, Vikings fans. We got to cherish Harrison Smith for a little while because he's not going to be around forever. So. Uh, but yeah, that's my on offense and defense. Those are my players that are playing, you know, players that have to step up in order for the Vikings to make uh, the playoffs and really show out in 2020. Um, and now we're going to talk about three Vikings players that actually have to break out in 2020, not just have to step up. Three separate players that have to break out uh, for the Vikings to be successful. The first one, it's Irv Smith Jr. Um, this guy, honestly, when he was coming out, I didn't know why the Vikings drafted another tight end, but I can see why after watching him play the way he did in 2019, uh, started 16, excuse me, played in 16 games, started seven, uh, 36 catches, 311 yards and two touchdowns, obviously more of a, a big play guy than Kyle Rudolph, even though Kyle Rudolph, man, you got to love those one hand catches. Like he honestly, those are sometimes those are just amazing. And uh, I love Kyle Rudolph, everything he does for the community of, of Minneapolis and Minnesota. Uh, just a great guy, but Irv Smith Jr., I think, is going to have a breakout year. The Vikings need to utilize him, especially if they're going to run more play-action stuff, um, and they need to get him the football because he's a breakout star waiting to happen. Um, and then uh, my next guy, this is kind of another – this one's a bold one. Now, I know that a lot of people – this this really just rides on Dalvin if he signs his contract or not, so I'm going to just go out on a limb here and say Mike Boone. Mike Boone is going to come out. He's absolutely going to uh, blow up, and this is – uh, one of those things where you have such a great running back room obviously dalvin cook alexander madison mike boone um and it's th- those three guys are right there and it's really tough to really be able to gauge who is going to really get the bulk of the snaps right now because we don't know what's going to happen. But it's obviously, good. if Delvin is good to go, it's going to be him. Alexander Madison uh, is going to get a lion share of the carries too um, if, if Cook doesn't show up. But Mike Boone, honestly, a guy that really showed out last year for me. I was very impressed with what I saw. Um, he only started two games last year, one against the Packers where – Nobody played well. It's not his fault. Uh, but but he played in all 16 games. Uh, he really started to show out on special teams, too. So that's something that should be very attractive for the Vikings moving forward. Uh, but he had, you know, 273 yards and 49 carries, a so 5.6 yard per carry average, three touchdowns. He had more touchdowns than my, than uh, Alexander Madison. Like, wow. Like, this guy, big playability. You saw to get, well, uh, Week 17 against Chicago, over 140 yards. And uh, he's just guy that You're really excited about it. I think he's going to have, if... Alexander, if, uh, excuse me, if Delvin Cook is not ready to go uh, for next year, Mike Boone should be able to get a lion share of the carries, and he could be a guy that really breaks out in 2020. Player number three, Eric Wilson. This is an easy one for me. This guy, every time I see him, big plays happen. Like, on the field, like this guy, whether it's a sack, whether it's a bad adult, whatever, he flies around. He's ripped. He's got some of the biggest arms other than Daniel Hunter. Uh, I don't know. I, I, Daniel Hunter's got the biggest arms. We, we got to be real with that. Uh, he's, a, he's a stud. Uh, but then Eric Wilson, I think he's going to come out this next year. Uh, and I think he's going to have a, he's going to be starting, um, and probably more that in that, uh, at, at that will position. You know, I still think that, uh, he obviously he beat out uh, Ben Gideon, and it's it's a tough thing when you see you know a guy like Gideon who does all the the right things, but when you got a guy like Wilson who just plays lights out, uh, you you gotta give you gotta give him the nod. Uh, just the way he played last year, um, you know, started six games last year, played in sixteen sixty two tackles, three sacks. Uh, and a guy that I think a lot of people are excited for. I'm definitely very excited for. I think uh, you know he just he just brings a lot. Uh, there's a couple of plays, especially in the Chicago game, where sometimes you just need to shoot your gap, man. Like I get it. Sometimes you want to read a play, but shoot your gap. Point is, Eric Wilson's going to show out next year. Uh, I think he's really going to uh, uh, he's going to earn a long contract extension for the Vikings. Um, I think this could be the last we see of Ben Getting, even though he does make a lot of special teams tackles for the Vikings and uh, does a lot of good things for the Vikings behind the scenes, but. Eric Wilson's going to come out next year and absolutely ball for Minnesota. Uh, Cam Newton, wow! I, 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 Tristan called this on one of the previous episodes. I don't know which one. He calls a lot of stuff. It, it, it it's getting out of hand. Uh, Cam Newton, he got signed by the Patriots. I'm I'm extremely excited about this for a couple of reasons. Number one, a lot of people were saying that the Patriots were tanking for Lawrence, and they very well, very well, maybe they have a lot of draft ammunition coming up. I understand it. But Cam Newton, if there was a guy that I that had a, that didn't have a job in the NFL and I didn't understand why it was Cam Newton, this guy um, was made in the lab. Quite frankly, like this, he is one of the best players. Uh, he was an MVP in the NFL a couple of years ago and made, took the Panthers all the way to the Super Bowl. Let's give the guy a break. It was the it, it was the Denver Broncos defense who arguably had one of the best defenses of all time. Von Miller was on something else that season. I don't know, but point is. Cam Newton, uh, and to me the question is with Cam Newton and the Patriots, is are the Patriots now a playoff team? Now you got to look at Buffalo, um, who has seen that the defense has always been great. Uh, and then obviously Josh Allen, I expect him to take a big step forward. Stephon Diggs is there now. Uh, and then also David they, they've, uh, they've Singletary as well. Their offense is coming together. I, I think still the Patriots now, especially with the sending of Cam Newton, who is a beast, they're a playoff team now. I think that, especially with what he brings in terms of throwing the football, running the football, Bill Belichick has a guy that honestly, I, I don't think anybody can debate he's a better athlete than Tom Brady. That's that's very that's very clear. Even though Tom Brady is the goat, nobody's disputing that either. But you give a quarterback like this to Bill Belichick, you're going to see a lot of great things from him. I think that uh, I think this team is a ten win team, um, and that's probably their ceiling at ten wins. I know, I know they lost a lot in the defense. Cam Newton can still make up for that. He makes a lot of good decisions. Uh, And, again, made in a lab, dude can still run. And he's got a really great arm. So, uh, especially with how great Bill Belichick is on the defensive side of the football. Um, Now, they probably have to get him some more weapons, but, I mean, Cam Newton's done more with less. So, I mean, this guy, I I expect him to really help the the Patriots still be competitive. Not like they were with Tom Brady. It was different with Tom Brady. I mean, he just... uh, he was just different, uh, and I and obviously he's going to do great things with the Buccaneers. But Cam Newton now makes the Patriots a playoff team. The Jets did him. I'm sorry, my man. We knew this was coming. We knew a saying like this had to happen, especially if the Patriots wanted to be serious contenders. Now maybe they'll still, you know, trade away, all, you know, the entire entire draft class for uh, for Lawrence, which with Trevor Lawrence, I understand that. Again, it would be. Uh, kind of a storybook ending, especially if you get a guy like Lawrence. Uh, and, and as Bill Belichick, you just left or let one of the best quarterbacks of all time walk. However, uh, this move makes them competitive now, uh, and it doesn't. I mean, and, and the contract is for peanuts, so uh, a win for both sides. Cam Newton gets his chance. Now, the only thing I have to say about Cam Newton, uh, you know, not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe a negative, a little bit of a negative is that everybody knows it's his injury history. Had a couple of shoulder surgeries. Uh, and it, it's been really tough for him to stay healthy. But when he's healthy, he's a man. Like there is no disputing when when, when the Vikings were in twenty were in, back in twenty seventeen when the Vikings played the Panthers, uh, they were they were coming off pretty hot. They were they had it going. But Cam Newton put him all to shame. You remember that juke he put on Andrew Sandejo? Ow! I still feel that. I still feel for Mister Sandejo. All I'm saying is this man, uh, when he's fully healthy, is, is an absolute dude. And maybe you didn't notice this from before, but back in two thousand nine, I think it was uh, later in the season, the uh, Vikings lost to the pay to the Panthers, excuse me, and they went to the NFC Championship game, lost heartbreakingly to the Saints. Don't want to go into that one. And then back in 2017, the Vikings also lost to uh, lost or later in the season to the Panthers, and still went to the NFC Championship game. wasn't necessarily heartbreaker uh, because it was 38-7, but still kind of a cool factoid there. Anyway, uh, yeah, Cam Newton's going to make the Patriots a playoff team, or at least gives them a fighting chance, uh, and I'm extremely excited to see what he does. J.R. Smith to the Lakers for the final thing tonight. Wow. Like, I I called it in last week, and I was talking with Tristan. This makes the most sense for the Lakers if they truly want to come out and be competitive. If they really truly want to win a championship with LeBron and Anthony Davis, I think this is the move they had to make. Now, honestly, could it have gone better in terms of, you know, could it have... Have been a better way to get him? Probably. I don't know. But the point is you have to be happy with this, especially as a Lakers fan. Now, uh, J.R. Smith is uh, an absolute great fit for the Lakers. Uh, uh, he's been with LeBron. He can score. He can shoot. He's a great perimeter defender. Um, and Avery Bradley, I know he had to do what was best for his son, and I support that. Absolutely understand it. I, I, I Honestly, uh, that's a tough decision to make, but I'm glad he made the one, especially for his family, because after all, that's all that matters. Uh, but J.R. Smith, uh, I do expect him to have a big impact for the Lakers, uh, and and uh, especially as the Lakers try to contend for another NBA title. And uh, honestly, a guy that can shoot—he's streaky. We can't we can't deny that. But he's a guy that can come in. I think he can score in that 12 to 18 range to give the the Lakers some quality perimeter defense. Uh, and just just don't ask him to uh, you know put the ball back up with three seconds left. I know, source sore subject. I know, but. Uh, you know, especially with the, the way he's played with LeBron, uh, he's ha- he has experience, he's an NBA champion. Uh, and at the end of the day, I think he's a pretty good guy, a good locker room guy that will do a lot for this franchise. Uh, and maybe, maybe one, if he stands in extension, uh, that could, uh, that could see the Lakers really balloon up. Now, my only question is, uh, with, with JR is, and you know, how much of an actual impact he will have in terms of, uh, production. I, like I said, 12 to 18 points, but you know that's, that, that might be a little, uh, a little optimistic, but I do still think he, at least double digits, he'll average double digits. Uh, he'll give the Lakers, you know, especially what is he a 37% three point shooter, uh, in his entire career, and also in the playoffs, like this guy, he can obviously stroke it when he has to. So, uh, I'm excited to see what uh, J.R. Smith does for the Lakers. Uh, and it's going to be really fun to see uh, especially now that you know the, the Lakers have of another guy that can uh, Hopefully take some pressure off LeBron when he's off the floor So that's all we have for episode 42 this week. Make sure you guys like subscribe uh, down below obviously also comment uh, on any of the things we talked about tonight Obviously the, with the player from the Vikings on both sides of the football that has to step up uh, the three Minnesota Vikings players that are uh, that are will break out in 2020 and then finally uh the final two and cam newton going to the patriots and jr smith to the lakers and with that peace out